on episode 565 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss how your inner being drives weight loss. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 565. you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness the 40 plus fitness podcast is here for you each week we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40 i'm alan meisner i'm an nsam certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise behavior change and fitness nutrition a fai certified functional aging specialist and an ota level 2 online trainer I'm joined each week by our co-host, Rachel Everett. She is an NASN certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey, all right? Let's go. Hey, Raz. Hey, Alan, how are you? I'm well, but you know, you already knew that because I just told you like no more than (laughs) five, 10 minutes ago uh, because I will be traveling back from my daughter's wedding on the day that we would need to record this conversation, uh, the hello and then the goodbye, uh, the recap at the end. So we're doing it all together. And so nothing, no time, nothing's really changed since the last time I said anything. So just know we wanted to still have this segment in here. So you got a little (laughs) behind the scenes of sometimes we, we double down because one or one or both of us won't be available for a certain week that we needed to do some recording. Um, And so. Uh, Rachel, I guess, are you ready to start talking about inner being? Yes. So I'm calling this discussion, how your inner being drives weight loss. This is a a concept that I've kind of been coming around to over about the last year or so, because as as I sit down and have interviews with various people, and you know, I, I talk to a lot of experts in weight loss and nutrition and movement and, and stress management and sleep and, and all of it. Every single one of them has a benefit that they list for being better at that thing. And it's almost always weight loss. And that's one of the reasons most of my clients come to me uh, is they're looking to lose a little bit of weight, maybe a lot of weight, uh, but they're looking for weight loss and they're really frustrated uh, because they're doing things, maybe even things that worked before and they're just not working and they don't understand because all the experts say, if you do this, then that it's you know simple math, right? Uh, and we've talked a lot of times, it's never really simple math uh, when we're talking about the human body, but I wanted to come up with a concept that really kind of explained the way I wrap my ma- mind around how the body functions. Because again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I haven't done any, all these massive studies. I've read a ton, I've read a ton of stuff. And I've I've seen what works for me and what doesn't. And I've seen what's worked for thousands of clients and what doesn't. And, and it's always a different story. And it's a different story, but it has the same theme. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this theme of weight loss, this how this inner being you have is doing something inside of you and you're telling it what to do without knowing what you're telling it. And, and so it's doing the right thing. It's keeping you alive. Um, your inner being, that's its sole purpose, is to keep you alive. And it's doing its job. It's doing its job very well. If you're listening to this, you're alive. And so inner being is doing a great job. Uh, it's not doing the things you want it to do. And we can fix that. We can definitely fix that. So 
here's the scenario. You're doing everything right, okay? You're logging every calorie. You're doing everything. You know, you it's always worked before. When you were in your 20s, drop that 20 pounds, easy. When you were in your 30s, drop 10 pounds for a wedding, easy. When you're in your 40s, you try this thing and it's not working quite as well. And it just stops working. And you're like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. This is what the experts tell me. I go to the forums and they say, hey, you're not, you're not, you're not eating at a calorie deficit. If you were eating a calorie deficit, you'd be losing weight. Oh, you're eating too many carbs. If you were not eating those carbs, you'd lose weight. Oh, you know, and so you do those things, you do them and you do them religiously and it, it works a little and then it stops working. You're like, well, what's wrong? I'm, I'll eat less and I'm starving all the time, but I'm, it's not working. What's going on? So in the body, there are kind of what I call three levels of math. Okay. And they all are right. They just need each other to complete the formula. Okay. So the simple formula, the very simplest of the formulas is the calories in calories out model. And in this model, if you eat less than you burn, you will lose the weight. True. The law of thermodynamics is blatantly true. It exists. Okay. But that's simple math. That's plus and minus. And the reality is both of those are estimates. So the estimate of what you ate, the estimate of what you burned, all estimates. So when you do math with estimates, you can't necessarily count on the results to be consistent because you could be off on either one of those estimates. And if you're off on either one of those estimates, the math doesn't work. So we need exact math, but we can't have exact math on calories in or calories out. We just can't. We don't know. So the simple math will help us, but it won't solve the whole problem if it stops working. So once it stops working, you know you have a block in the fact that you don't have enough information. You're not doing the right things because you're relying just on the simple math. It's a good rule. It works, but then it doesn't. So we have to come up with the next rule. The next rule is more complex. So the first one, calories in, calories out, was, was addition and subtraction. Now we're getting into algebra. So this is where we're talking about our macros and we're talking about energy output and, and, and how our body uses the macros to do what it does and the, the thermodynamic effect of food and, and all those types of things. So this gets a little, well, maybe a lot more complex, but we're, we start saying, okay, well, I'll just focus on the carbs. I'll cut some carbs back. I'll make sure I eat plenty of protein so I'm staying satiated, and that's what I'll do. And, and many times for a lot of people, that'll get you there. That'll actually get you to your goal weight because you've set a goal weight that's within a reasonable range of where you are. Yeah, you cut that weight, no problem. And then you go back to eating the way you were and you put the weight back on. And even if you don't, it's like most people who've tried keto had a lot of weight to lose do suddenly plateau. And they plateau not at their ideal weight. They plateau at a weight higher than that. And then they live the rest of their life thinking keto failed, or they live the rest of their life saying, I'm going to keep eating keto because I love how I feel, but they don't lose any more weight. This episode of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is sponsored by Athletic Greens, the makers of AG1. I started taking AG1 because I realized I wasn't getting a broad enough variety of vegetables in my diet. We get good quality vegetables where I live, but limited types. And even if you get a good variety where you live, current farming practices might degrade the quality. It's hard to get both. 
I chose AG1 because it is sourced from whole food ingredients, and Athletic Greens continues to research and reiterate AG1 based on current science. In 12 years, they've improved it 52 times, and they're not stopping there. It's in their DNA to continuously improve. To get the nutritional insurance I do with AG1, I'd have to take dozens of pills and tablets, some with food, others without. AG1 mixes well with water, and it tastes great. It's lifestyle-friendly. Keto, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, no chemicals or artificial anything. Simple. And when you start your day with a healthy habit, you prime your subconscious to do more of the same throughout the day. I could go on and on. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash 40 plus. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash 40 plus to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So those folks have figured out some of the algebra, but they maybe ignoring the simple math, <laughs> the pluses and minuses. So you see how putting those two things together gives you a more comprehensive model for how your body could work. And I'm, I want to be clear on could, because then there's the next level, which is the most complex of the math models, and that's hormones. Hormones drive every single thing in your body. They're the messengers. They're the this and the that. They make your body do everything that your body does on the inside. Everything. Okay. Them and enzymes and things like that. But generally, almost everything you care about on your health and fitness journey is driven by a hormone or several hormones, all working in a symphony to make things happen or not happen. And that's some pretty complex math. Okay. This is calculus stuff. This is like, this is the tough stuff. And even calculus is beyond calculus, maybe because there's still so much we don't know about this math. Okay. We're just touch, scratching the surface as far as our awareness of how these things impact our body. And, and then there's still you even throw in genetics along with all this, and you can kind of see how this gets really, really complex. We can't necessarily control our genetics, but we can control our epigenome and how it communicates. But it's, for the most part, again, it's the hormones and everything else that's making all this stuff happen, Okay. And that's something that most of us can't wrap our minds around, okay? And we won't. We just won't. Not in our lifetimes. So what does that mean? Does that mean that we're destined to be trying these models and trying this and that and tweaking it and a little bit here, a little bit there, and that's the best we can do? And, and the short answer is, well, yeah, from uh, how, what you eat and how you manage your life thing for nutrition, absolutely. That's, that's all we can do. We don't know. Uh, what we don't know yet. But I want to take a step back and say, well, why are some people successful and other people are struggling when they're doing the same thing? And you know, there's bio-individuality and all that. That's absolutely true. Why is that so? What's going on? What else is going on? And I think that the answer is information. So what are you telling your body? What are you telling your inner being on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute, meal-by-meal, sleep-by-sleep day? 
what's going on in your life. So what I want you to imagine is that you have this inner brain, this inner being, this this thing that's looking out for your best interest, and it's telling the rest of your body what to do. Okay, so if this, then that. Okay, you see a bear. Okay, drop those hormones. Let's. We got to get away from the bear. Or you know, something happens at work, and you're really frustrated. Okay, drop those hormones, and now you've got this stress response. Or you see someone that you really care about and you go over and the two of you hug and you get this hormone drop and now you're in bliss. You're feeling great. Okay. You see how those were very different situations that something had to happen inside your body and it happened based on information that went in. You were either stressed or you were elated. And so those different feelings you're having, different things are going, they're triggering things inside your body. The inner being is reacting to this information. So this inner being can't see, it can't hear, it can't do anything other than do the things that your inner, your, you tell this inner being to do based on your inputs. Okay. So there are three levels of input I want to talk about. There's probably a lot more I haven't gotten to yet in my thought process of building all this, but the first one is nutrition. The second one is movement. And the third one is self-care. Now, a few episodes back, I talked about the MNS check checkpoint. I'm going to start probably calling that the wellness temperature check, but because um, that just rolls off the tongue a little bit easier than NMS or yeah, MNS. Uh, <laughs> you get my point. Wellness would probably roll off a little bit easier. Uh, so I'm probably moving in that direction to re rename that something else. But those are the three core inputs that I want to talk about today. Okay. Nutrition, movement, and self-care. So nutrition, I want you to think about your inner being as this important thing that wants to keep you alive. It's thinking about what's going on around you and you're giving it information. Now, if you're eating crap food with no nutrition, uh, something's wrong, you know, <laughs> like why, why are you feeding me this? Is this all there is? Is something, something else going on? Or is there something I'm missing? Why are we not getting a good mix and balance of foods? Why are we not actually eating things that I would actually recognize as food? Sure. There's calories and yeah, maybe there's some vitamins and minerals, but I'm, I'm not getting enough of everything or I'm getting too much of some things. So the way we eat, what we eat, the choices of food that we make, we're communicating to that, that inner voice. So if you take this back to our ancestors, if they weren't eating, it's because there wasn't food. Food was scarce. If they were eating the same food all the time, food must be scarce except for this food. And so the body has to adapt. What if I'm not getting enough protein? I have to adapt. What if I'm not getting the right nutrients like B12 and other things? I have to adapt. What if I'm not getting enough carbohydrates? I have to adapt. So you kind of see how the food choices you're making are communicating to your body about what your food opportunities are. So choosing good, high-quality nutrition over the standard American diet is going to help your body understand there's plenty of good quality food. I'm safe. Okay. And I want you to pay attention to that word. I'm going to say it over and over. I'm safe. I'm in a good place. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about movement. So let's say you're very sedentary and you don't move a lot. Well, what are you telling your body? What are you telling that inner self? You're telling the inner self, I don't have to do this stuff. There's nothing for me to do. 
I don't have to go anywhere. I'm doing, there's no food, maybe there's no nothing. And so there's nothing for me to worry about nothing, but, but nothing to, to do. And maybe food is scarce. Maybe it's not, but I don't know. I'm sitting here on my butt, not doing anything. So your body's like, okay, well let's accumulate body fat only because we don't know if food's going to get really scarce. Cause for some reason, this, per, this person does not want to go out and forage and hunt for food. So let's preserve our energy because we might need it. Maybe they're hiding from something. Maybe something else is going on. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But you kind of get the idea of under movement, not moving, under training. Uh, that's a problem because you're communicating to your body that there's a reason you're hunkering down. There's a reason you're not doing things. Okay. That's information. Now, maybe you're doing too much. Okay. So you decide I'm going to get on the elliptical for an hour every morning. I'm going to bust my butt. I'm going to do all this classes. I'm going to do all this stuff so I can cut this weight. Again, what are you telling your body? Are you telling it that you have to go, 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 because that's how you get food? Are you, are you telling it that there's something wrong? Because movement in and of itself is good as long as it's not bad. And I'll, I'll explain that here with you. Okay. Movement is a stressor. Okay. You're, you're moving your muscles, you're pushing your muscles, you're doing things and that's a stressor. Now we, we usually call that a hermetic thing stressor because it's intended to cut you back a little bit so you can rebuild stronger. So the whole point of, of lifting resistance and doing lifting weights or doing resistance training is to stress the muscle and then it builds back better. That works out great unless there's a whole lot of other stress going on in your life. So overtraining yourself, pushing yourself to the edge all the time is actually information. And it's telling your body something's wrong. Something's wrong. I'm not safe. I'm not safe here where he's, there's a reason they're moving this much. I don't know what it is, but we're not safe. So I have to go into this preservation set to be ready for whatever. Okay. And that whatever is stress. So self-care comes in, it covers a lot of the stuff. So I can't go too, too deep on this, uh, or this will go for a long, long time. But the main one on stress care that I want to self care that, that I want to get into, and we'll get into a couple more, but this is a big one is stress. Now the stress hormones, when they hit us, they're designed to do one of three things, fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. When you get hit with stress, that's what your body wants to do. One of those three things is going to happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's what the inner voice, that's what the inner self hears, the inner being hears. And it says, okay, this thing's happening. What's going on? I'm stressed out. What do I do? And if it's just a short-term stress, like you did a weightlifting training, it's like, oh, 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 they, they, they had to lift heavy things. So the information is, I just need to help that muscle rebuild. I got all the protein I need because they're eating a good diet. Mission, mission accomplished, you know, go do these things. Okay. And that's inside your body information. But if that stress keeps coming, it's like, oh my God, we're going to die. Something terrible is happening. This person is like in a state of shock. I mean, they're like, we're all over the place. That's not good. So I'm not safe. I need to preserve. I need to be ready. And you stay in this mode too long. That's bad, <laughs> really bad information. So the body is stressed out. The body isn't going to do the things. Your inner being is not going to serve you very well if you're dealing with too much stress. 
Now, a couple other areas that you'll want to look into is your sleep. If you're not sleeping well, again, information. Why are we not sleeping? What's going on? Why am I not getting the rest I need? You know, now I'm trying to do things without the rest I needed and I'm not going to be good at it. And so the body starts to close down things like, okay, we got to preserve energy. We got to do something different. Again, sleep is information, quality of your sleep, information, stress management, stress information, your environment. So if you're in a very toxic environment physically, you know, so all these chemicals, all this stuff going on, you're giving your body information. We're in this toxic zone. I gotta, I gotta do something. You know, I gotta preserve. I gotta, okay, put those toxins in the fat. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with those later. I can't process or do them all right now. It's too much. So let's, let's save us, and then we'll figure it out later. Um, relationships. You're in a toxic relationship. You're telling your body all the time. Stress reactions. All this. There's just so much going on in your head that the information that's there is telling your body you're not in a good place. You're not safe. And then the final one I want to talk about, and like I said, I think there's a whole lot of other ones that I'll probably get into and understand a little bit better later as I'm, I'm kind of thinking through these, this exercise. But the other is self-talk. What, what are you telling yourself with regards to how you feel, your health, your fitness, your weight loss, all of that? What are you telling yourself? So if there's someone in there telling your inner being, you suck at this weight loss thing. You're never going to lose the weight. Uh, you know, you become your own worst enemy. It's like, God dang it. Why did I eat that brownie? You know, your inner self would have kind of said, wow, man, these carbohydrates. And it's like the sugar. It's like, I feel great. And then here you are telling it, no, no, we're in a bad place. <laughs> we're not safe. That was a terrible thing to do. We, that was poison. We should not have eaten that. Do you see how all of this is information that's going into your body? It's being processed and based on what you told your body and how you lived your day, your body has to do something for you, for, for it and you. I mean, this is, this is preservation. This is living. This is staying alive. So if you're not putting good information in, you're not going to like the results that you get. Okay. So if we want to make sure that we're getting good results, We've got to start putting the right information in there. Now, to do this right, you have to focus on health and fitness above weight loss. Okay? Focus on health and fitness first. The weight loss will come, I promise. Once you've started putting the right information in, and that's a health and fitness focus, it's not a weight loss focus. Things will be different. Nutrition, movement, and self-care. That's what your inner being is looking for. And when that's working, it's going to make the right decisions about your metabolism and your energy uses and how you feel and how you live. It's literally going to change the way your body functions because you're giving it information that says, all is good. <laughs> you are safe. And guess what? At that point, it says we don't necessarily have to preserve. We're getting a good mix of nutrition. This person is moving every day. Sometimes they're pushing a little harder. We're going to have to get a little stronger, a little faster, a little better. And we can do that because we have what we need. There's, there's some stress, sure, um, but, but we're managing it. We're in a good place. This, you know, the, the stressor happens. It's like, and then they work on it. They breathe and they 
oxygen and get that stuff out. And they, they're doing the right kind of mind things to release all this negative energy. They're not talking to themselves negatively. They're not surrounding themselves with toxins, be it environmental or relationship-based. And they're literally telling the body, you're safe. And when the body, the inner self, inner being feels safe, it'll feel safe about letting the body weight go because that body fat is a protection. It's a protection from starvation and you're not starving. You're actually overeating in many cases. So if we want to lose weight, we've got to give the right information to our inner being. We've got to tell our inner being you're safe. <laughs> it's okay. Everything's great. And when the inner being starts getting that information, magic is going to happen and you'll lose the weight. But the reality of what you should be after is not the weight loss. It's the health and fitness and the weight loss is just a side effect. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Ellen, you know, we, this is a topic I don't know that I've heard discussed or even thought about before is, is the concept of your inner being. Well, like I said, it's it's just kind of a concept that's come to me over the last uh, year or so. When I, you know, mm-hmm. we're, 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 I've said, and I know I've said it many, many times on this show, that food food is information, right? Uh, movement is information, and I've, mm-hmm. I've said that before, but I had never really fully fleshed out what that mm-hmm. actually means from a an internal perspective. But we know, you know, we know. Sometimes we do the exact same thing with the thing we're supposed to do. You know, I'm doing mm-hmm. everything right. I'm eating 1200 right. calories. I'm starving myself. You know, I'm getting on the elliptical and just busting my butt every day, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm keeping up with everything I'm supposed to keep up with and trying to fit this stuff in. And so I'm super stressed and because I'm super stressed, I'm not sleeping well. And so it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, and so, and then you throw in a couple of things like you step on the scale every morning, and if the scale doesn't tell you something, that affects your entire day. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this inner being that you have, you're you're telling them your life is crap. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and, and and so when when the inner being's like, oh man, we're in we're in trouble, we're in trouble here. Mm-hmm. She she can't get the right food. Uh, she's not moving, you know, she's sedentary. So she knows something's wrong. She doesn't want to go out. She's hiding in the cave and not doing anything. Something bad's going on. And so, and it, like, if you get dehydrated, you're not taking, you know, inner beings like, Hey, we're, we're dehydrated here. So I need to probably sh- shut some stuff down. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. uh, we're not moving and we're not getting enough food or the right kind of food or right nutrition, all that stuff. You're, it's going to, it's going to start functioning different, you know, and, right. and as a result, you're not going to reach the goals that you want to reach or the object, as we said, the outcomes you want to reach because mm-hmm. you just haven't convinced your body that it's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. Just let's start with the food part. You know, food is information. You know, I, I have a tendency to be a creature of habit and I'll eat the same things over and over and over again, same breakfast or the same snack, you know, just go to the grocery store, buy the same thing. But, you know, if my body is um, getting bored with that or feels like we're, we're missing out on something, then yeah, I can see how being a creature of habit could be a problem, especially if I'm not, you know, enjoying the seasonal fruits and vegetables or switching it up and getting a different protein source. You know, I can see how the body may not respond as efficiently to that same input (laughs) day after day. 
That's yeah, an interesting one. And, you know, and, and that is if you, you know, you want to try to get a variety of whole foods, but mm-hmm. you know, garbage in garbage out. And yeah, <laughs> that's with all true. of it. It's with the food. It's with the movement. It's with the, yeah. the way you think about yourself, your inner, your inner mm-hmm. talk, all of those things. They're, they're all yeah. a part of this matrix inside you, this inner being that is just listening for what you're telling it. Yeah. And so you have the capacity to change the message, change the information, mm-hmm. make it better information. Now, I've, I've mentioned in the past, I got a pretty fast biofeedback loop. If I if I eat something with too much sugar, or too much refined flour, I'll pay for that later. But, you know, <laughs> another big um, biofeedback loop that um, I have noticed in recent years is the way um, I can use self-talk. And, you know, if I'm on a run, a tough training run or in the late stages of a, of a long race, and I feel my legs are getting tired and I'm sweating and my heart's racing and stuff. If I start, you know, worrying about how I'm feeling, my, I just feel tired and sluggish and things start to slow down. But if I can recognize that thought and say, Hey, I'm strong. I got this. The finish line is coming. I really do feel a big difference. I suddenly feel my chest go up. I feel really proud. You know, I can slow my breathing down, which gets my heart rate down. So there's a big difference for me in how I talk to myself. That self-talk is really important. Yeah, because again, inner being doesn't know. It's like, I don't know what Rachel's up to, but for some reason or another, <laughs> she, she won't stop running. And That's I'm right. concerned. I'm concerned that something bad is, mm-hmm. is happening here. Um, I don't know what we're running from, but she just mm-hmm. will not stop running. And so it's just, yeah, it's just pain signals, all the other stuff's going on. And then when you turn around and tell it, no, we don't have much further to go. It's right. the, the end is near. So just yes. bear with me. This, <laughs> you may not understand this, but I find this fun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. Okay. It Trust is a stressor. It is a stressor. <laughs> I get it. It's True. a stressor, uh, mm-hmm. but it's a stressor that I enjoy. And so yeah. get me through this run and we'll be rewarded. Uh, for that. And so it's, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you're the, the way you think about these things, the way you put information in all of it, you you should be really focused on it. So if you're like, we talked about last week with goal setting, when you start thinking about your goals, okay, what are those actions that are going to result in good messaging back to your inner being? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to get my 10,000 steps in a day. That's good information. The body's like, Hey, we're Mm -hmm. out and about doing stuff. You know, we need, we need the capacity to do these things because this, this feels good. And then you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat as much sugar and I'm going to cut out mm-hmm. alcohol. So then you're like, mm-hmm. okay, your body's like, oh, wow, we're, we're getting better quality hey. food. We're not getting all that yeah. sugar stuff. This is pretty good. I, I feel like I'm okay. I feel like we're safe. Uh, she's eating real food. And then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to start letting some of this body weight go because I thought I had to hold on to it. So we didn't starve to death. Right. Um, you know, cause blueberries run out. It's like, I'm used to going into a field three weeks, blueberries, no blueberries. So when we're eating <laughs> yeah. sugar, it's like, okay, great. There's all this sugar, but when there's nothing else, it's like, well, there must not be anything to hunt or anything else to find. And so we're, we're stuck with blueberries and blueberries <laughs> go away. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm in trouble. You know, I need to start storing fat because something bad is about to happen. And so there's just mm-hmm. that making sure you're re- reassessing what you're doing, the actions that you're taking. Mm-hmm. And when you find actions that are effective for you, those are your goals. You know, that's okay. Yeah. I, I find like, I, you know, I, I will, I used to, and I'll get back into this soon is I would walk every morning for at least 30 minutes fasted. Oh, nice. And then after each meal, 
go for a five to 10 minute walk. Nice. And those are messaging to your body that you're good. You're Mm -hmm. priming the body to say, okay, insulin, instead of storing this as fat, we're using the muscles here. So let's, let's chunk a little bit more of that into the muscles and the liver because we're, we're going to be active uh, now. And so that's, that's a different thing rather than sitting there sitting down on your couch and then Mm -hmm. that sugar just gets into your blood. It's like, oh, well, let's go make some fat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right. uh, You know, and, and so it's, it's really that. And then the one in the morning, you're already burning fat and your body's comfortable with it. It's like, okay, well, we're burning fat because we didn't eat overnight. We're sort of fasted. And it's like, okay, well, we, we're not moving, she's not moving too fast. So we can easily just keep burning fat to fuel this activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and, and it does, it does. So it's really just about how you communicate with yourself, both you yeah. know, mentally and with all the information you take in all of it, the toxins, your environment, yeah. people you hang out with, what mm-hmm. you say to yourself, your food. So I only mentioned a few of those things, but, you know, movement, nutrition, and self-care, uh, need to be top of mind. And when you find something that really is kind of fit in the groove for you, make mm-hmm. a goal, make a goal. And if you're consistent about it over time, that becomes a habit. So the getting up every morning and going for that walk will become a habit. Mm-hmm. And when that becomes a habit, that is good for you. It becomes a part of a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Anything else? No, that's great, Alan. Good All information. Right. I'll Thanks. talk to you next week. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks. What's keeping you from losing weight, improving your health, and getting more fit? You start out great, and then bam, something comes along and derails you. Your diet was going great, but that birthday cake on Saturday fired up your sweet tooth. Or you were working out every day, and you hurt your foot. Your doctor told you to keep off of it for six weeks. Those six weeks have come and gone, and you're still keeping off of it. But deep down, you know it's not the cake or the injury to blame, right? It's a mindset block. And like an invisible wall, each and every time you make progress, you inevitably backslide. Until you address your health blocker, you won't see the success you want and need. That's why I created a quiz to help you diagnose your health blocker. It's absolutely free at 40plusfitness.com forward slash quiz. Take the free What's Your Health Blocker quiz at 40plusfitness.com forward slash quiz. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Chris McDougall and Eric Orton and discuss their book, Born to Run 2, The Ultimate Training Guide. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.